Greetings and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host today and also the creator of Grace Life Coaching. Uh, if you are finding benefit and value in this podcast, I would encourage you to share it out there. Uh, tag me in it. Uh, tag me in it in your Instagram post, your Facebook post, or what have you. But get this out there for others. Uh, this is not proprietary information. I've said many times, you know, when I'm better, you're better. When you're better, we're better. This is a communal advancement. This is We should want others to be filled and better because when others are better, we're better. This is not a competition in life. We are not in competition with each other to be better and there's not a limited commodity of growth or expansion i can grow and expand and be better in my life and the same time i can walk parallel with you when you're doing it it doesn't make me less for you to be more so definitely if you find value in this share it out there share it out there on your facebook post share it out there on your instagram post tag me in it i'd love to see where you're at I'd love to see where you're listening in at. That would be awesome. If you're listening on one of the platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, then give us a rating and review. Follow us. Give us a rating and review. It is That is how the platform sees that people are paying attention to this. That would be awesome. And hey, if you want to do some coaching, if you want to reach out to me, connect with me through the website, gracelifecoaching.com. Gracelifecoaching.com. It's got all of my uh, contact information. You can DM me or you can text me or send me an email. I'd love to hear from you if you want to do some coaching or if you want to do some work together. As long as we can find a common language, we can work together. And if you're listening to this, it means that we can find a common language. So I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to uh, reach out and communicate. So please uh, get it out there so that others can benefit and know what we do. So before we jump into our topic for today, I just want to acknowledge that it has been a little bit since I published a podcast the last time. It was back in the middle of July, uh, and I'm not making any excuses or apologies. It's just where life is at. Um, my vocation demands things of me that uh, kind of take away from this opportunity. As well, I did take the opportunity to travel with my family for a couple of different trips. We were on the East Coast, and we went up uh, up into the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So it was really a good opportunity to refresh and relax and renew so there were things going on I was doing my own work uh, so not blowing you all off not ignoring you uh, but thanks for sticking around thanks for holding fast thanks for being part of this and thanks for the work that we do together uh, this is really an awesome opportunity for all of us to really spend time dwelling with who we are and what we do and what we need and how we can benefit ourselves and how we can benefit each other. So this is really definitely an awesome opportunity. So thanks for coming out. Thanks for being part of this. Thanks for being part of the work. Uh, and thanks for holding fast. Yeah, it's been it's been almost a month since I put out an episode. So uh, thanks for coming back. Thanks for listening. So today I want to talk about guilt and shame. Guilt and shame. Now, in a lot of ways, these two words are used synonymously. They walk hand in hand and, and maybe even in your own life as you're feeling things, as you're experiencing things, that guilt and shame get similar play. Perhaps maybe you grew up in a system where, you know, someone would say shame on you for doing something wrong or doing something bad. But I, I want to kind of demystify some things here because guilt and shame, though both of them are valuable emotions and both of them are important emotions, they are not the same. There is a significant difference between guilt and shame. Uh, and I, I want to make sure that we get into this. And I also want to make sure that we can try to overcome, uh, you know, how to to deal with it and how to overcome it. So so guilt and shame. So, I mean, let's just break it down really easy. Uh, guilt is I did something bad. I did something wrong. I feel bad because of something I did. 
um, I broke the cookie jar, I, I, I ate before dinner, or I said a bad word to, or I, I wasn't, you know, kind to my friend or what have you. That's guilt. Guilt is the, the feeling that we have in response to an action. When we get it wrong or we do something wrong or bad, then that is guilt. Now, each one of us experiences guilt differently based on our understanding of right and wrong, based on our moral compass, based on our framework, our system of growing up in the world. You know, each different religious or uh, social structure has different delineations of right and wrong. And those who live within it experience different levels of guilt for doing those wrong things. Uh, so, so guilt is about an action, okay? Guilt is about a feeling based on an action. I did something wrong. I did something that wasn't right. That's what guilt is. Guilt is feeling bad about what you did. Shame, on the other hand, shame is feeling bad about yourself as a person. I am bad. Okay. Guilt, I did something bad. Shame, I am bad. I am worthless, unlovable, broken. Okay. You see the difference between the two? I mean, immediately, we can see that guilt is the response of an action, okay? Guilt is the response of an action that we have done wrong, that someone has done wrong based on their moral compass, based on their upbringing, based on their understanding of right and wrong. Where shame, shame is something far more penetrating. Shame is something far deeper. Shame is a self-understanding. Shame is looking at the self, not in, in terms of the action, but an identity. I am worthless. I am unlovable. I am broken. I and mean, we can put, you know, thousands of different things. I'm, I'm ugly. I'm weak. I'm fallible. I'm a failure. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. So shame is all about who we are as a person how we see ourselves as a person and that can stem really far back into our narrative into our upbringing you know maybe someone bullied maybe someone was bullied as a kid you know by a brother or a sister or somebody at school maybe someone was uh, you know, spoken down to by a parent or a grandparent or a teacher or a pastor. You know, I mean, I, everybody knows, you know, what I do for a living and, and we don't always get it right. You know, so shame is poured on us uh, from it, it comes out based on a narrative that is poured into us. You know, none of us is born with an idea that we're broken or worthless. We're taught that. We're taught, to how, we're taught how to look at ourselves. We're taught how to think about ourselves. And we're taught that based on, um, based on the, the messages we get in. You know, I saw a great meme not too long ago uh, that said, you know, constantly criticizing a child isn't going to make them love you less. It's going to make them love themselves less. So shame is the result of these, these, these images and these, these words and these ideas that are poured into us that teach us oftentimes from a very young age, you know, our worth, our self-worth. So, so shame dwells in the area of self-worth. Guilt dwells in the area of action. Okay. So even though oftentimes we can see the two used synonymously, uh, you know, where someone does something wrong, shame on you. You know, th thinking about, um, you know, a puppy that poops on the carpet, shame on you. Okay, so, so the idea of, of, of that is, you know, you're less than, 
When someone says shame on you, when someone's casting shame on you, they're casting a brokenness and an unworthiness and a less them. That's what it means to shame someone. If we go back through history and someone was shamed, they were, they were, they were made to look as less than. Okay. Remember the, the, uh, the story of the scarlet letter, uh-huh. And someone who's committed adultery, they would have the letter a put on their forehead. That was a mark of shame. That goes all the way back to Cain, all the way back to the early stories of the Bible about Cain and Abel and Cain received the mark of shame, the mark of Cain. Okay. So shame is, 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 it's not just an action, but it's an unworthiness a less than a brokenness, you know, and, and I don't, I don't want to go too far into the weeds on this because I could, I mean, I could go further and further into the weeds, but oftentimes like when someone breaks the law and they go to prison, it's not just the guilt of their actions, but then they become uh, less than broken because they broke the law. It's a shame thing. Um, and they're shamed. And I think, I think we all dwell in waters of shame from time to time. Uh, we all have different levels of shame, shame for our thoughts, shame for our, 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 our ideas. Um, but, it, but most of the time, shame comes from outside of us. Shame is poured into us from someone who, you know, they, maybe they loved us, maybe they didn't, but they pour this shame into us. So guilt is about what we do. Shame is about who we are. So I did something bad. I'm guilty because I did something bad versus I am bad. Now, again, you know, in our world, and this is where it really gets difficult because in our world, good people who do bad things become bad people, you know, and good people can do bad things. I mean, we, we all can, we all have the capability of, of saying the wrong thing, of doing the wrong thing, of acting the wrong way. Our emotions get out of control. We're not sleeping well enough. Uh, Who knows? There's so many things, but we're so very good as a society, as a culture of looking at good people who do bad things and making them bad people. All right. Uh, Shame them into it. Shame them into, uh, you know, being less than as a person, even if they're even if they're a good person who does a bad thing and it does happen. Good people do bad things. Not everybody is perfect. Nobody's perfect, actually. So so this idea of, of, of shame and guilt, they become so intertwined in that if you do something bad, well, then you become bad. All right. And so we use this shame and guilt interchangeably. But what happens is it gets very confusing inside of us. And we need to make sure that we delineate between uh, good and, uh, you know, between shame and guilt. Okay. So I I give you a perfect example. I was uh, driving home not too long ago. And in a moment where uh, two lanes were coming down into one. I was coming up on the intersection. I was in the lane that was restricting and I was coming into the intersection and it was, f- and, and the light turned yellow far enough out that I should have stopped, but I wanted to get in front of a truck in the constricting lane. So I, I moved through the intersection and, and I did, I mean, I, I moved the intersection when it was a red light. That was the wrong thing to do. Okay. And fortunately I was able to escape that without getting penalized for it from the police. Anyway, um, that was the wrong thing to do. Does that make me a bad person? No, it just means that I made a judgment call and it wasn't the right judgment call in the moment. So is there guilt in that? Yeah. I mean, I owned it. Yeah. I probably should have stopped. Well, I mean, thank goodness I didn't get a ticket. However, does that, do I have to look at myself in the mirror and say, you know, you worthless piece of garbage. How could you, how dare you do that? No, no. And that's the difference. You see, we can do bad things and still be good people. Okay. We have guilt for our actions, but we don't have to have shame for our being. All right. 
So, so we want to make sure that we're clear about what we're feeling. Um, and oftentimes, like I said, they get intertwined because we're not really clear about the difference. So we do something bad and I'm a terrible person. No, you're not a terrible person. You just, you just made a bad choice. You know, I, I overate. I ate seven donuts rather than two. I'm a terrible person. No, you're not a terrible person. You just made a pretty dumb call around donuts. Okay. See how shame kind of like creeps in there. So we do something that we feel guilt for, but then it transgresses very quickly into this shameful act. I'm an idiot. I'm a loser. I'm clumsy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Spiral thinking. All right. Spiral thinking. And I've talked a little bit about spiral thinking before. Um, and I'll talk about it again. And, and what happens, let's say you're in the bathroom and you're changing a light bulb in the vanity. Okay. So y'all with me up on a step stool, changing a light bulb in the vanity and the light bulb slips out of your hand, falls into the sink and shatters. All right. We've all been there, done that or something like that. Okay. Um, and so there we are. We have this mess. We got this broken, broken glass in the, uh, in the bathroom sink. All right. So that was dumb, a little clumsy, you know, uh, you know, butterfingers there. And we move on. That's guilt. We can feel guilt for that action. Drop that needed to work harder, yada, yada, yada. However, we can quickly transgress into shame. You idiot, you clumsy, you always drop something. You're worthless. You should never try anything like this. You're just, you're, you're just terrible. You see how that works real quickly? Because what happens is you move from an action to an identity, from guilt to shame. And it is so intertwined. I mean, we use things. People are found guilty for something and we use words like monster or, or, or worthless or broken. We look at people with mental illness as less than, all right? Those are all shame tactics, okay? So, you know, shame is this thing that, 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 uh, the, the, it's an identity that we have and we all carry it around in some degree to another. So, so how, how do we do, what do we do? So the first thing that we want to do is we want to make sure that we spend an appropriate amount of time really looking at our feelings. What am I feeling? Am I truly feeling shame or is it just guilt that I don't know how to deal with? Okay. Am I truly feeling shame and it, or, or am I, or is it guilt that I don't know how to deal with? So again, drop the light bulb into the sink. Is that a shame thing? No, it's, it may, it may not even be a guilt thing, but it, it, I'm just going to use it. So it's a guilt thing. You feel guilty for dropping the light bulb into the sink. So you apologize for making a mess, you clean up and move on. That's what you do. All right. But when you move into that shame, you spiral. So, so spending time, you know, really examining what you're feeling in that moment, but then also watching the spiral because we can spiral so quickly. It's so easy to spiral. So ease, so so don't allow the spiral to happen. Dropping a light bulb is not a self-identifying action. Dropping a light bulb means that you're not gripping something and gravity took over. So you can't identify yourself or placate to an inner narrative by dropping a light bulb. Okay? So watch the spiral. Always pay attention to the spiral. And I, I pretty much I'm pretty much gonna say, after you listen to this, you start paying attention to your thought patterns, you're gonna see yourself spiraling very often. You're going to see the spiral happen. Maybe it won't go so deep, but it's there. It's there. And, and that spiral draws us into this, this kind of this shame-filled thinking, okay? And that shame-filled thinking is so hard to dig out of because it's so easy to get into, but it's hard to dig out of because it takes time. We have to convince ourselves, or maybe we have to go out and eat ice cream or, or go shopping or whatever it is that, you know, that helps us to feel better. Okay, so pay attention to really, truly what you're feeling. Ask the question, um, 
is this truly guilt? Is this truly shame? Or is that is this guilt? Am I just feeling guilt? Well, and some of the things, you know, if you can admit that you're wrong and take responsibility and seek forgiveness and change behavior, that's, that's what, you know, guilt is overcome by repentance and forgiveness, by admitting that you're wrong, admitting you did something wrong, trying to fix it and trying to be better. Okay. That's what we do when we feel guilty. All right. When we feel guilty, when we do something wrong and we feel guilty about it, well, then what we do is we, well, we, you know, we seek to better ourselves. Uh, so we ask for forgiveness. We look to do better and, and we change our ways and, and guilt is overcome. Look, I feel better now. You know what? I said something wrong to my spouse and, and, and I hurt her and I apologized and she accepted my apology and away we go. That's how we respond to guilt. So if you're, if you're experiencing something, feeling something, ask yourself those questions. Can I apologize for this? Can I own this? Take responsibility, make it right and move on. If it, if you can, then it's guilt, then do it. Then apologize for it, own it, make it right and move on. Don't hold on to it. Shame is, is going to the next level. Shame is saying, you know, I'm, I'm worthless because of this, or I'm, I'm, I'm terrible because of this. This is where we need to work differently rather than apologizing and moving on. This is where we need to practice some self-compassion. You know what? Everybody drops things from time to time. Everybody drops things from time to time. Okay. Everybody allows things to fall. So practice some self-compassion. You're not perfect. You're not meant to be also recognize shame as a survival tactic. And it is because look, if, if, if you attack yourself and you tear yourself apart, um, and, and, and you find your own worthlessness, well, then nobody's going to attack you. I mean, if, 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 if you're in a conversation with someone and you say something wrong and you hurt them and, and, you know, and you're like, yeah, I'm just some, I'm, I'm a worthless piece of garbage. I mean, I can never get it right. They're not gonna be like, yep, you're right. You're a worthless piece of garbage. You never get it right. You should just jump off the bridge. No, usually they're going to show you compassion. It's a survival technique. If I say terrible things about myself, then no one else is going to attack me. That's what shame does. That's what that spiral does. If I beat myself hard enough, I'm not going to leave room for anybody else to beat me. Most of the time, most people won't beat you. It's not that big of a deal. Some things maybe, but most of the time, most of the time, people are far more forgiving and compassionate than we give them credit for. So, so recognize that shame is a survival technique. Am I in the presence of someone who's going to beat me down for dropping this light bulb into the sink? If I am, then maybe I need to question whether I should be in the presence of this person. Shame is a survival technique. So exercise some self-compassion. Recognize that it's a survival technique or a survival tactic. Um, this is how we survive, you know, and, and, and really try to draw yourself out. Seek healthy connections with others. Go out and find healthy connections with someone else. Go out and interact. You know, it's like I dropped the light bulb on the on the um, on on the sink in the bathroom. Okay, and it shattered everywhere, and I'm shaming myself, and I'm I'm spiraling, I'm sitting down on the floor. Maybe I need to call my friend and 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 find out if I'm that truly if I'm truly that much of a a, a, a terrible person. Okay, and the last thing is seek help. You know, talk to a therapist, talk to a coach. You know, confront the narrative. Look. The narrative of shame usually draws really, really deep in from something far, far deeper than than we really, truly understand, you know, and, and unpacking that narrative of shame, unpacking where that narrative comes from. It's never fun and it's never easy, but it's so worth it because the more you unpack, the less you find yourself spiraling down this road of shame. So then when you do something wrong, 
when you do something that creates guilt, you can actually confront it. That's that's one of the other things, you know. So I speak, and and this really doesn't happen, but I'm just using it as a as a, uh, a, a you know an example. I speak, you know, I, I say words that hurt my wife, my spouse. And rather than saying, you know what, I'm sorry about that. That was that was insensitive. I should have said no. I'm gonna just like tear into myself, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just. I'm going to rip myself apart because of all of this. And then when it finally comes around that my, my spouse and I talk about this, I'm already so tearing myself apart that, that my spouse has no room to be mad. My spouse has no room to, to, um, to really express themselves. They, rather than them being able to express their own emotions, they're helping me deal with mine. They're helping me overcome my shame. So talk with someone. A coach, a therapist, a pastor, get help. It is, and, and once we start doing the work of overcoming our past shame, our past trauma, our past survival tactic, it's amazing how our, our thinking changes. So get help because there is a difference between guilt and shame. And once we're able to recognize it, it really truly is freeing for us as humans as we look to move forward. That's what I got for you in this episode. I hope this is helpful. I really do. And there's so much more research out there. I mean, I, I'm just scratching the surface. Um, you know, you Google, if you Google guilt versus shame, um, you know, there's so many people out there. There's so many things out there that that talk about it. Uh, and 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 I mean, I could do episode after episode. Go into the go into the work. Look into it and find places that can help you. Um, get better because here at Grace Life Coaching, that's what we're into. We want you to be the best you. So definitely look into this and find out whether you're dealing with guilt or you're dealing with shame because figuring it out is a massively important difference. My friends, I hope this is helpful to you. Again, if it is, share it out there. Follow us uh, on the platforms. Give us a rating and review. If you want to reach out to me, then please do. Go to gracelifecoaching.com, and that's where you'll be able to get a hold of me and find different avenues to reach out. As always, at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you.